Good morning. It's March 17th. Welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book by the same name. Today's title is Freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has made us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened by the yoke of slavery. Galatians 5.1 As a young believer, I can remember being frustrated by this kind of reflexive phrase that the Apostle Paul seemed to use so often. What on earth does that first sentence mean? And to be honest, the following sentence didn't help me a whole lot either. At that time in my life, I had no study Bible with commentary in the footnotes, and truthfully, few even existed in the 1970s. Today you would simply look at the footnote in any study Bible and understand that Paul was referring to the enslavement by the law. And as a mature Christian, this might be obvious without the help of a notation. But at the time, the only help I had came from an old, very worn, leather-bound version of a book that belonged to my grandfather. It was called Morning by Morning. Charles Hatton Spurgeon, 1834-1892, was the pastor of London's Metropolitan Tabernacle for over 30 years. It is estimated that during his lifetime he preached to over 10 million people, remarkable in the age before radio even existed. He was known as the Prince of Preachers for his passion, his theatrics, and his unswerving ability to preach complete, entertaining, moving, and effective sermons entirely without notes. He also expressed more than once that he would rather immerse himself in a few verses of Scripture each day than wash his hands in several chapters. Patricia Klein, from the foreword to Hendrickson's edition of Morning by Morning. Today, you can choose from many different daily devotionals, like those of Oswald Chambers, Eugene Peterson, C.S. Lewis, Max Lucado, Sarah Young, and Bob Goff, to name a few. But in 1860, There were virtually no guides for daily study and devotion until Spurgeon's Morning by Morning was published. The original title was Daily Readings for the Family or Closet, paying homage, of course, to Matthew 6.6. In it, I found a little about freedom. If you believe in an intrinsic, God-given moral code, as we have discussed elsewhere, then you will feel guilty from time to time. Whether or not your guilt is a fact, or an offense you have altered in your own mind, you will feel a weight that interferes with your daily functioning on every level. If you have committed an offense, of which others become aware, especially if you had hidden it, then shame is added to your sense of guilt. Or, if you, in your understanding of the moral code, believe that following all the rules is essential to your good standing in God's eyes, as well as other people's, then you are in fact enslaved by that set of rules. The chosen people of the Old Testament knew those elaborate and extensive rules as the law. So what can we do when we fail and we carry this burden of guilt and shame? Try harder to be good? Make bricks without straw as Pharaoh forced the Hebrew slaves to do? No, Spurgeon clarifies the answer for us. We don't have to do anything. Christ already did it for us on the cross. We are free from condemnation, Romans 8.1. Christ, through his sacrificial crucifixion and resurrection, has freed us from enslavement to the law. We are saved, made righteous in God's eyes, by grace through faith, not by anything we do, ever. So what do we do when we fail? There is nothing to do but enjoy the freedom we have, 
to approach the throne of grace unobstructed. We can bring anything directly to God through our unity with the risen Christ. All our feelings of guilt or our wants, needs, desires, and difficulties in life, we can bring to God in prayer. It matters not one bit how much or in what way we have sinned. Our faith frees us from condemnation and from the weight of guilt. Lastly, we are free to enjoy all the blessings promised in Scripture, not the least of which is God's faithful love. Hesed in Hebrew. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. Isaiah 54.10 Therefore, if the Son of Man makes you free, you shall be free indeed. John 8.36 Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you for understanding that we enslave ourselves by marching to the rules, failing daily to keep step instead of dancing as we should to your grace. Let the freedom you have granted us in Christ be the music that helps us keep time to each movement of the dance. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.